Hello, I'm Magdalena Muse, and this is Midnight Muse. This is a podcast that airs every Thursday at 12 p.m. And this podcast covers a wider range of topics. Basically, you guys are just going to be chilling with me um, in the wee hours of the morning or late at night where we can just chat. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, Well, today... I'm frustrated, so I feel like our topics are going to be music and frustration and something random, you know, throw a little razzle-dazzle in there like I always do. So yeah, let's get started. So today, I don't know what happened, I don't know what was in my water today, but I am very stressed out because... I'm working on my mixtape, my first ever mixtape, and I have 10 tracks on it. And I got very frustrated while recording a song because I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm a perfectionist. Like, I literally recorded this intro like four times, and I'm very like, right now so (laughs) i apologize for that i apologize if i seem very tense in the chat right now but yeah but back to the topic frustration and being frustrated while recording my song so i'm working on this song and the name is signs and i was really mad at myself because my voice wasn't at the place where i wanted it to be you know And I'm going for a very specific sound and I just wasn't able to hit the notes that I was trying and like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I feel very embarrassed in a way to record because when I'm alone, I'm very critical. I'm very, I'm a very harsh judge. I'm kind of like Salvin, Salvin, well, I'm kind of like Simon Cowell to myself, you know? Like, I'm just like, you could have done better. I don't like that. Change this. Do that, you know? It's really sad that I'm like that. But it just is what it is, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, like, I feel like my frustration stems from perfectionist, my perfectionist style of living. Because everything has to be just right, you know? Like... It's crazy because normally music makes me happy, but working on this mixtape has kind of been stressing me out. I think it's because it's my first ever project and I really want it to be good and I want people to enjoy it and love listening to it, you know? Like, I really enjoy music. Like, I love listening to artists just tell their story and just feeling emotion from that and that's what I'm trying to capture with my music you know so when I feel like I'm not hitting those notes or hitting that bar or emotion I get very pissed off like livid like I was critiquing myself like, no, hit it this way or do it that way. Why are you doing it like that? Your voice sounds flat. Why are you sounding like this? And it's hard to like 
quiet down that voice, you know. But I'm working on it because I want to get to the point where I'm not worried about that. But I feel like all it takes is practice and finally being comfortable with myself and learning that frustration comes with it, you know. So, like, I can't beat myself up and the last thing I want to do is make my music something I hate or make it into a big stress ball, you know? Because music shouldn't be that. Music is a form of self-expression, um, you know? And also, I apologize for saying um a lot or just being very sporadic all over the place because I don't know when I get stressed out or get and or get very annoyed my brain scatters but I decided I would record Midnight Muse right now because this is the one thing that really calms me down because I like talking to you guys I like telling people how I feel in a way because I feel like it helps people understand me a bit because I've always felt um, misunderstood and that was another cause of my frustration because the last thing I want is for people to think that my song is not genuine. That's what it is, yeah. Frustration is a bitch, you know? It's like, I'll explain like what my frustration is like to me. So basically, Say, for instance, you have, like, this really cool ice cream cone, and, like, it's just, like, amazing. It's like, oh, my God, I love it. But then, like, it starts melting, and it gets all over your hands, and you're just like, shit, my hands are sticky now. And you keep on wiping it off, but your hands keep on getting more and more sticky, and you're like, let me use a napkin. But then the napkin starts getting even more sticky, and then, like, it's just, like, this big mess And then you keep on trying to eat the ice cream quickly, but then you spill the ice cream on your t-shirt. Then you're just like, oh my god, what? That's what it's like in my brain sometimes when I'm working on music or just working on anything. Because I get very frustrated when I'm painting or um, writing poetry or anything like that. It's crazy, right? Because these things are supposed to calm people down. But I hate to say things are supposed to do something because... When you're not receiving those results, I get upset in a way. But I'm working on that. So, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, what do you guys do when you're very frustrated? Like, what's something you do to cope with your frustration? Because I would love to know what to do, you know? I'm sorry if this podcast is, like, trash right now. Oh, my God. Wait. That's another thing I need to work on. It's not saying sorry. Oh my god. Well, yeah. This podcast has come to a very interesting start because I feel like I'm just frazzled. But let's talk about something else because frustration is actually not a good thing to um, magnify right now because I am frustrated. <laughs> So let's talk about Christmas. Yes, Christmas, our random topic. Because, you know, it's the holidays. You know, people have gotten presents and spent time with their families and just did things. This year, I'm 21. I'm an adult now. 
So this year I asked for bed sheets and I got them and I'm really happy. You know, my mom was really sweet and she also got me a robe and like I was thinking of like that SNL skit where she was like, I got a robe. <laughs> so I thought it was so funny and I was like, yes. And yeah, so it was really nice. And I don't know, like I feel like the excitement for Christmas kind of dwindled down for me over the years because the way I found out Santa Claus wasn't real kind of hurt me because like I remember I was like eight no 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 I was not eight I was actually older I was way older I was 11 when I found out Santa wasn't real and I heard my mom yell for my brother hey could you come in here and like Help me build Magdalene's dollhouse. This is too difficult. And I'm like, huh? What? What do you mean? And then, sorry. I thought I heard somebody like yell. Sorry. My, I'm at my family home right now. So like, I'm getting used to all the sounds and noises here. <laughs> Again. But yeah, back to the story. But yeah, like, I was just like, oh my god. So I remember just sitting in my bed as a kid, just like, what the fuck did I just hear? Like, what? And then, um, Christmas morning, my mom's like, look what Santa got you. And I'm like, Santa? What do you mean, Santa Claus? I heard you guys building this shit. And what? So, yeah. That was when I found out Santa wasn't real. Innocent. But ripped away. But you know what? It was still pretty Gucci, you know, I still had fun. And the years after that, um, the dynamic of asking for presents was different, you know? Like, I used to write very detailed letters to Santa telling him how I was good and how I did all these cool things and how, oh, I really wanted... Like, I would leave my list to, like, five major things. My list was always the same every year. I would want... An American Girl doll, Bratz dolls, and and Play-Doh, and, like, little miniature food. Because, like, I loved playing dolls when I was a kid because, like, I used to just act out these crazy, wild scenarios and just be like, Oh my god, what? Barbie? Who's Barbie? Why is she pregnant? What? Like, things like that, you know? Like, my dolls would be fighting or shit like that. Like, I would just have, like, really wild, interesting um, sagas and stories. And I was very inspired by um, this girl on YouTube who made this whole, like, viral um, series called The Fabulous Life of Brad's. And I was just like, oh my god, that's so cool. Like, I want to do that. So, like, I just became obsessed with the Brad's dolls. And, like, I just started making stories and, like, making food for them. And then I got into American Girl dolls because I love the fact that you can customize them. And actually, I worked for my first two American Girl dolls. I babysitted um, my mom's friend's cat both times. And it was wild. That's all I have to say because I had a cat and our cats did not get along. That's all I got to say. But yeah, it was fun. And it was very cool. <laughs> and I remember the day I got the $150. Because 
because I was like, why are these dolls so expensive? But either way, I remember the day I got the the money, and I was just like, oh my god, yay, I can get my doll, and I got them, and I was so ecstatic, and I was just like, yes, I'm an agent of capitalism, finally, you know, like, I did it, (laughs) and yeah, so throughout the years, like, my Christmases have always been, like, I always got, like, five major gifts, and then I just got clothes, you know, that's, and that was enough for me, like, and I think I might do that for my kids in the future. I don't know. I'm, but you know what? I lied. I'm excited for when I'm a parent, for when I can do Christmas, you know? Because, like, <laughs> I'm an avid user of TikTok. And, like, there's this one video, and it's like, when your mom gets you, gets you the gift that she said that you would never get, and then she's like, surprise, Sade. I can't wait for that. Like, I can't wait to see the joy on my kids' faces when I can, when I'm able to provide for them, you know? Like, I'm really excited for that. But not anytime soon. I don't want any babies right now. <laughs> but yeah, like, Christmas time is always fun or interesting, but also. Christmas after uh, my dad passed. Oh God, it just got really dark. Okay, but after my dad passed, Christmas was really different, you know, because like I don't know, it was just I lost my Christmas spirit, especially after then, because like it just felt more like hmm, okay, this is weird. Um, one less parent to open presents with and get socks for that sucks (laughs) you know like i don't know yeah i'm sorry if i just made it super like dark (laughs) but yeah like christmas i love that I, i i like it i appreciate it also merry late christmas to all of my viewers thank you for listening to my podcast and dealing with my rambles and all of that i'm happy you guys are all here so yeah so now let's go into music let's talk about music and now that i'm in a lighter mood i actually love writing songs like i'm not i haven't learned how to like you know produce music like make beats and do all that like i want to do it but like i don't know like i'm not ready for that part yet (laughs) like i have I don't have, like, the tools for that yet. Like, I could do it on my phone if I really wanted to because I could use BandLab BandLab for that if I really wanted to. But I really like finding really cool producers and just talking to them and being like, yeah, I like your style, like your whole thing, and, like, just coming up with something right there on the spot. Because one thing um, I struggle with when it comes to music is... um, just like that first that first line it's always always hard and i'm just like damn what should i do so i always write the chorus first i know i i it's fun though i feel like everybody writes the chorus though first like right yeah maybe i don't know you know and um one thing i really want to do or no one thing i am doing with my music is like creating stories and like relating it semi-close to my life because 
Um, I've experienced love and heartbreak, but not to the extent that my music says, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not very well-versed in the relationship world. Like, I've only dated one guy, and that was an interesting ordeal, (laughs) actually. Like, I'll tell you guys more about it later after I'm done talking about music. (laughs) But yeah, um... Yeah, so, like, I just I just like writing feel-goody things, too, and, like, dedicating my music to my younger self because, like, that's very important to me right now because growing up, I really didn't have, like, a high self-esteem, and now I'm trying to make up for it and be like, hey, baby Magdalene, I love you. You're amazing. You're gorgeous. You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. oh my god but yeah like I'm just really trying to like hype my younger self up because she deserved it you know and I just want to hype other people up with my music too like one the one thing I would love to hear one day is somebody coming up to me and being like I connected with you and thank you for helping me feel this or like putting my emotions into words because um a lot of my favorite artists do that actually and I'm just like damn like you know exactly how I was feeling thank you especially like SZA SZA she really knows how to get you in the mood and like the vibrations of her music is very amazing and also that's another thing I want to work on with music is like adding certain vibrations to my music so it amplifies the music and helps i'm so sorry guys i just heard something interesting what (laughs) sorry but like you know like i really want to amplify the feelings you know like i remember i watched this interview with kanye west yes kanye west I will gladly say that Kanye West is my father in not a sexual way, but I feel him as, like, my actual dad. Like, I know I'm going to meet Kanye West one day, and I'm going to tell... I'm no, I'm going to give him... First, I'm going to give him a gigantic hug and then be like, you changed my life when I was a baby. Thank you. <laughs> and then be like, And then tell him, like, you're like a father figure to me. <laughs> I'm just imagining that. Like, he'll be like, who is this? No, but no, he'll actually know who I am because, like, you know, I'll be successful by then. And he'll be like, wow, thank you, Magdalene. (laughs) You know? So, yeah, like... But back to the interview with Kanye West. Kanye West in the interview was talking about how lyricism and the chakras work together and how a lot of rap music is dealing with like your sacral root no your sacral chakra which is the sex chakra which um you know like they'll be rapping about like wild shit like getting you all rowdy talking about like yeah i'm gonna fuck you bitch type shit you know (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) but yeah stuff like that and how that gets that chakra revved up and how the 808 drum actually vibrates at that level like that's where that's like it activates that root chakra not root it activates the sacral chakra because that's the sex chakra because your root chakra is your base but i guess it does 
also count as your sex chakra, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't like I'll why am I saying sorry? Oh my god. I need to work on that one. <laughs> but yeah, like I really all I'm trying to say is I want my music to make you feel something, you know? Like if I'm crying on my track, I want you to cry with me. If I'm talking about how you're a bad bitch, I want you to feel like a bad bitch because I'm feeling like a bad bitch at the moment. You know, like I want you to feel because you're supposed to feel with music like I I don't know and I feel like everybody feels that way though and yeah like also I just I'm just really excited to be like this whole like fairy-esque type bitch just out here in the scene just like hey guys hi do you guys like my fairy wings hello <laughs> like i have this constant dream every night like i already know that like i i saw this on tiktok where somebody said like the met gal is local now and i'm like i don't believe that but i had this dream where i was at the met gala and like they had this theme and it was like some like ethereal beings or whatever and I just came and I was dressed up and I had these like magnificent wings that had like crystals on it. It was like beautiful iridescent and like just this amazing like dress. And like, I was just like this little pixie and I was just there and I want to do that. Like, I want to be invited to the Met Gala one day. Like, I want to go to award shows and have people be like, yes, or song of the year, new artist of the year, album of the year. Like, I'm manifesting that for myself because I know I deserve it. And even though I get frustrated with myself and I push myself, I know that I'm doing it for a good reason, you know? Back, like, circling back to frustration and music, you know? Like, I feel like this whole musical journey, or no, not even just music, just creative in general is just very frustrating because it's very hard to put things into words sometimes because I have so much to say but so little time on songs too because I'll I'll hear a beat and I'll be like oh my god I know exactly what to say and then like I'll write it down like I just wrote an essay huh (laughs) so then I have to like lower it fix it and be like okay this is nice or there'll be times where like i'll hear a track and i'll be like i have the feeling i know what i want to say but i don't know how to word it you know so like um i'll just mumble and be like and then like um while i'm recording the other part then i'll add lyrics to it and be like okay this goes there this word can go there you know just like puzzle piece it together you know so yeah, that's all I really wanted to say about music. And now let's talk about random things. Yay, my favorite part. <laughs> okay, something random. Well, today was Christmas. You know, I'm actually not re- recording this on Thursday. Oops. Ooh, interesting. Ho, ho, ho. But yeah, today was fun because I got to play with my niece and nephew who are two puppies. Yes, two puppies. <laughs> um, their names are Red and Dubebe. 
and they are the sweetest and I hate to say this, but I do have a favorite, Dubebe. That's because she likes me more. She gives me so many kisses. It's like she's so hyperactive and she's so adorable. And she's always just like, ah, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. And Red, he's like a mama's boy, you know, like he spends more, most of his time with his mom. So like, I'm like, I understand. I understand. Dubebe will give me love. <laughs> and like, she is a fully energetic little ball. She's a toy poodle and she's red. Well, not red. Like she's, I don't know, a ginger? I don't know how to like, is it a red toy poodle? Yeah, so she's a red miniature toy poodle and she's like very hyperactive. She has two little bows in her hair. Adorable. If you follow me on Instagram at MagdalenaMuse.com, not dot com. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram at Magdalene Muse, you'd be able to see a picture of her and her adorable face. Yes. <laughs> and she's just always fun to be around and she follows me around everywhere. And it's really funny because when it's time for everybody to go to sleep and it's time for her to go um, to her parents' room, she will literally just like stay with me and like be like, no, I don't want to leave. <laughs> and I'm just like, you have to go. You have to go. <laughs> like um, we would be walking like diff- to different sides of the house and she'll be following me back into the guest room I stay. And I'll be like, no, you have to go with the parents. <laughs> and then I have to like pick her up and take her up there. You know, pretty funny. <sighs> but yeah, like that's pretty random. Another random topic to talk about is silk bed sheets. Yes. Well, not silk. Sateen, I guess. I don't know. My mom got me some, like, little pink bed sheets because I live by myself now. Well, not by myself. I have roommates. But I moved out, and I have my own place, and I have, like, a bed. Well, obviously, I have a bed, but I have a bed, and I I really wanted some, like, nice sheets. But, you know, I am a starving artist, you know, like... I can't afford to buy that this stuff. So I asked my mom to get me some sheets, and she did. And they're really cute, and I love them. And I'm really happy about them because I'm excited, like, for when I shave my legs and, you know, I slip it to them. You know how, you know that feeling? <laughs> like, when you shave your legs and, like, you feel something on them and it's, like, all soft. And it's just like, what? Okay. New body who does? Like, I can't wait to have that feeling. And, um also oh crap i forgot what i was gonna say it was also about bed sheets dang because the bed sheets yes okay the bed sheets i have right now i'm obsessed with cats i have two cat no i have three cat tattoos i have two hello kitty tattoos and i have one spooky cat tattoo that i got on friday the 13th but besides the point my bed sheets are like little leopards and like they're like standing around and i got it at target and yes it was really cute and i love them but it's time to retire them i need new sheets so i got the new ones and also i got sateen uh, satin um sheets because i have locks actually and i read somewhere that it's good to have like silk pillows or whatever because regular cotton pillows actually dry out your hair because it sucks in the oils so i was like oh my god Maybe that's why my hair's dry sometimes. <laughs> so I changed it. So I'm really happy about that too. You know? Like, I'm just... I'm... 
really thankful this year for everything I was able to get because I don't know like it's different when you're away from home and you get to come back and you get a bed sheet you know it may be weird to other people but I love it you know and it just made me really 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 happy so now (laughs) another random topic let's talk about my tattoos yes okay so i have one two three four tattoos dang i have four tattoos so no no i have five tattoos actually (laughs) i have five tattoos and let's start with my most favorite tattoo my first Post what? My most favorite tattoo is my Urosboros tattoo. Yes, I have Urosboros tattoo in the middle of my chest, and Urosboros symbolizes um, life cycles. And it's like the it's an image of a snake eating itself. It's like in a circle, and also it was on Full Metal Alchemist. You know, I'm a weeaboo. <laughs> well, no, I'm not a weeaboo. I'm sorry, I take that back. I'm not a weeaboo, but. Um, I used to love um, Full Metal Alchemist when I was younger, and yeah, <laughs> and I got the Rosebrose tattoo because it symbolizes life cycles, like starting new or like, you know, just going over and over again, and I plan on actually putting a butterfly in the middle because butterflies symbolize transformation, and you know, I don't want to just be, keep on going into circles like over and over again, like going through cycles. You know, the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega, like, I want to have a transformation to signify, like, a new era of my life. Okay. And then I have two Hello Kitty tattoos. I have one Hello Kitty tattoo where she's all angry and she has, like, little devil horns on my left arm. And on my right arm, I have, like, a little angel Hello Kitty. Now, all of my tattoos have symbolism except for my spooky cat tattoo that's on the back of my left arm well actually no so count um goes into the theme but um i'm not catholic but i remember my cousin telling me that um they would say like if you wrote with your left hand you would like the devil or something like that like the left side is like evil hashtag evil or some shit like that i don't know but the left side was always represented as bad or like oh different why you know so i was like okay i'll take that and run with it so i plan on having the left side of my body be super cool like uh badass like bad no not badass still kind of cute because i want to get all of the sanrio characters on my arms but one side they're all happy and one side they're all bad so good and evil you know so yeah (laughs) and then on my wrist, I have this Chinese saying, Jayo, which means add oil to the fuel or rev up, like keep on going, fighting, you got this, you know, like as a term of endearment, because when I look on my, on my left arm, when I look at my wrist, I'm just like, you know, I look down and I'm like, yes, keep on going, keep on, keep on trucking, keep strong, gotta do it, you know, and Jayo was like literally my favorite saying, like when I was in, <laughs> when I was in Chinese class, my teacher would be like, Jayo, Jayo whenever we would um <laughs> she'd be like jayo jayo whenever we would take tests or do any type of um any type of little competition she'd be like you got this you got this and i was like all right i'm gonna get that tattooed on my body 
But what's very funny about that tattoo is I actually got it in China. But, but, <laughs> it's wrong. The character, the character is connected at one point where it's supposed to be three droplets, but it looks like it's just one full thing. And um, the the little crap. I don't know. I don't remember how to say this character. Shit. I failed you, Ding Laosher. I'm so sorry. But yeah, one of the characters, um, it's not enclosed, but I plan on getting this tattoo fixed. So yeah, I think that's going to be the only tattoo in a foreign language I'm going to have on my body because I don't know how I went to the homeland of of the Chinese language and still got the tattoo messed up. Do you know how, do you know how stupid I felt when that happened? But yeah, it was partially my fault because, um, because I don't know, I have skinny arms. <laughs> I don't know. He messed up. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. I don't know how it was my fault. I feel like it because my tattoo artist is Chinese too. Like we, like I, while living, oh yeah, that's another random thing. I also lived in China for a bit. Um, when I did a foreign exchange program because at one point in my life I wanted to be a translator. So yeah. So like I even like asked the like we were we, we didn't speak any any English to each other. Like this whole conversation was just like, Oh yeah, like we all jaga wenshen, we all chayo and he was like, All right, how done, let me do it you know, like oh basically what I said is like, Oh, I would like this tattoo, I like it to say chayo and he was like, Okay, no problem, you know? So yeah, and he did it. <laughs> but <laughs> it did not come out the way it was supposed to. And like the face he made after the tattoo I was what? <laughs> but I got it in red ink also. But yeah, he also did my my um mad oh hello kitty and I got my um angel hello kitty here in Florida. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> So yeah, that's like all about that. Like, please let me know. Like, if you guys have any tattoos, like, what was your favorite tattoo? Do your t- tattoos follow any themes? Let me know, cause like, I really like when people have cool tattoos. I like cool tattoos. Like my my most my next tattoo plans are, if you guys have seen the TV show Agretsuko, I really recommend it. It's really good. She's like this little red panda and she does screamo and and it was created by Sanrio and I'm a Sanrio stan. <laughs> so I plan on getting her. I'm planning on getting her rage face and her normal face on my right arm and her rage face on my left arm. But I think I, those are going to those are going to be my only Sanrio tattoos actually. Like I take back my my past statement saying I was going to fill my arm with Sanrio characters because I have a very problematic opinion. I feel like if I get my melody or or Kiromi or Kiromi on my arms, I would be officially basic. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because I feel like the Y2K aesthetic just ruined those tattoos for me. Like I was like I was even apprehensive about getting Hello Kitty on my body. Like I'm not a very like oh i'm an individualist type of person but like i don't want to have the same tattoo as everybody you know what i mean like i don't want to see it all over the place and like i'm a hello kitty stand at at heart you know at my core like i have about six hello kitty teddy bears at my house um i have hello kitty plates i have hello kitty cups 
I Hello Kitty everything. Like, I'm Hello Kitty down. That's all I gotta say. Like, on my phone, I have Hello Kitty stickers. My taser, I have two Hello Kitty stickers on there. My laptop has Hello Kitty stickers. Like, I have a Hello Kitty purse. Like, I have Hello Kitty everything. Like, if if you want to get me anything, get something with Hello Kitty on it, and I will love you forever. That's all I'm saying. If you want to buy Michael and the Muse something, buy her something Hello Kitty. Thank you. <laughs> okay, another random topic. I did tease at me being in a relationship one time, and I will spare... No, not spare. I will spread the juicy details right now. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this is actually recent. So, I was dating... Dating quotation marks, talking to this guy. And it was really interesting because, like, he was my friend's younger brother, and I didn't know... Because I met him at my friend's birthday party rave slash thing. So, like, we were just having fun. And, like, there's this, like, super tall guy. He comes up to me. Like, he looks old. Like, he was, like, like he had a full beard. Like, kind of buff. Like, I was like, oh, hello. And he was talking to me. And, like, we were just getting all comfy. Getting to know each other. And then, like, he texts. I give him my number. And we start texting. And then my friend is like, you know that's. Um, name redacted's brother and i'm like what really huh and then they're like you know he's 19 and i'm like oh my god i'm a cougar what did i do oh my god and like i'm 21 and this kid's like 19 i felt so weird but you know i was like i like him and like it wasn't weird in the beginning like you know let me try this out let me like see and then he didn't break my heart. He just he just kind of like dented it in a way because I told him like, "Hey, like this is my first ever like real relationship. Like all the guys I've dated in the past, like I I just like dated them, not truly like there was no true emotions involved. It was like like high school shit, you know what I mean? And like this is the first guy I actually was like, "Wow, like I could I could spend a lot of time with him. And then I found out he wasn't serious about me. And the way I found out was so fucked up. I was going to LA and I land and I get a text message from my friend. Well, my supposed friend, because we're actually not friends anymore. But um, they told me, your man's not your man. I'm like, huh? And then like I asked him, like, oh, what's going on? And he was like, yeah, we're not in a relationship. You didn't tell me. And I was like, I didn't tell you. I thought, like, you know, like, we talked about being in a relationship. We talked about being boyfriend and girlfriend. What do you mean? And, like, you know, I was really hurt after that. And, like, what made it worse is that, like, I'm all the way in L.A., so it's not like I could go and talk to them and see him. And I cried on the phone because, like, I was like, I don't want to be strung on or let on, you know, like, yeah, because I guess he was, like, seeing other people Why, while he was telling me, like, oh, I really like you, like, and, yeah, it really hurt my feelings. So, yeah, that was that. And then I came back, and we hung out, and I knew I couldn't date him anymore because I came over to his house, and I brought my laptop, and I was playing Sims the whole time. That's how I know I'm just, like, if I'm playing The Sims and, like, I'm not engaging at all, 
the relationship's over, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I was just like, and then, like, I I kind of, well, not really broke up with him. I just told him I couldn't be with him, like, through text because I was just like, because he kind of scared me. <laughs> this is so weird. Well, not weird, but he kind of scared me because also, um, there's like this little scandal where like he was talking about how he liked to like manipulate older women, older women, and that made me feel uncomfortable too. And he said, "Oh, I'm not like that anymore. That's not me. I was just trying to defend our relationship." And I was like, "Huh? How is that defending our relationship? That doesn't make sense." But I guess, I guess. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna just." not date you or not be with you because i don't want to be manipulated i don't want to be strung along like i'll just be single again and just wait for my mr right or mrs right or whoever is my true partner you know because like i'm content being alone you know of course like yeah i like somebody to give me a hug you know like kiss my forehead and do like cute shit but i'm cooling you know it hurt in the moment, but now I'm just vibing, and I hope that he's doing well. I hope that he learned that you can't treat women like that and expect them to just go along with it, you know? And, like, I was kind of scared to tell him I wasn't interested in being with him anymore because, like, we had, like, a gigantic height difference also, and, like, he's, like, buff, and, like, I'm, like, 4'10", and, like... I don't know. Like, I should get over that, too. I don't know why I'm terrified of men for some reason. Like, after him, like, I just decided I'm just going to date guys who are, like, 5'8". Like, (laughs) no more tall guys. Like, I don't want no big bear. What I look like. I'm not climbing no more trees. (laughs) Like, you know? Like, but then again, a 5'8 guy could be terrifying, too. Like, but less terrifying, you know? I don't know, like, I was just really, like, after that, like, him saying he likes to control older women, that really made me uncomfortable. Like, yeah, that's the end of that random topic, because that was really weird. Another topic to talk about is... Hand sanitizer! (laughs) I'm sorry, I just saw, like... Because also another Christmas gift I got was hand sanitizer. I know, like, I really, I truly am an adult now. Like, I'm getting adult things. I got hand sanitizer for Christmas. You know, like, damn. (laughs) I got, like, this little lavender hand sanitizer. And I think that's pretty cool. And, like, I realized that's actually a really good gift because of, like, Miss, Miss Rona times. So it's good that I'm getting hand sanitizer and things like that. Oh. Sorry, I'm because it's late at night and it's way past my bedtime but i was trying to work on music and work on this podcast so i could talk to you guys yay <laughs> but yeah you know hand sanitizer very important i appreciate her she's the goat i love her <laughs> so i guess that's the final of our random topics and i think i'm going to end our podcast here i would like to say thank you to everyone who's listening and watching and please leave comments let me know what you guys think tell me anything what are you guys working on creative creatively like what's something that makes you frustrated and what do you do to calm yourself down 
and why do you love music or do you love music are you one of those people who just don't listen to music like what is it and tell me something random because i love random tidbits of factoids of information because that always makes me feel good you know so thank you this is midnight muse and i'm happy i was able to talk to you guys have a good night bye